he's been good, if he's been faithful, if he stood by you in the storm, can you give Jesus a shout of praise? Oh, I don't know if that's your story, but Jesus saved me. Jesus set me free. He stood by me in the boat. He stood by me in the storm. And I got no other reason. I got no other purpose but to stand by the Lord. Oh, the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Well, I, I sense freedom in the room this morning. I sense freedom in the room. What, what we saw with, with the young folk, that, that's not common. I, I got to tell you, I've been to other churches. It's not common to have young folk leading the church like this. That's what freedom looks like. That, that's what the spirit of the Lord will do to a young person. Grateful to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Is there anybody grateful to be in God's house today? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. You might be online. Could you just type in the chat? Are you grateful to be in the house of the Lord? You all may be seated. Shiloh, you don't, you don't know me. My, my name is Benji. But, but your reputation precedes you. Your reputation, your reputation as a church who has stayed and stuck by this community has preceded Side or behind this Before we get into the word, could you all do me just one quick favor? Could we just briefly stand and honor your bishop? Honor the bishop of the house. We're so grateful for all that you've poured. Your heart, your care, 36 years. That's, that's not easy. That's, that's not easy and it's not as common today. And so we're so grateful for your sacrifice. We're so grateful for what you've poured into this community. The tears that you've sowed, the lives changed because of your choice to listen to the Lord. We're so grateful, so grateful. I'm Benji. Uh, like Bishop said, uh, I came back here, came into town for love. Married myself a Puerto Rican. Amen. Wepa, wepa. But no, I'm, I'm so honored, really am so honored to be here. And, and, and I go to Church of the City right down the road, um, and I'm a firm believer we're stronger together. The, the, the young people in our city need us to be together. We can't do this all alone, and COVID taught us personally that isolation was hard, and so we gotta start to think of that as the church as well, collectively. How do we learn together? How do we grow together? How do we reach young people in this community for God's glory? Amen? Amen. Hey, if you have your Bibles, you could turn with me to Luke chapter 19, verses one to 10. Luke chapter 19, verses one to 10. My parents are from Haiti, and 
I'd be remiss if I, if I didn't say that even my being here is a miracle. With all that's happening, the assassination of a president, then a few weeks later, another earthquake. I, I got a reason to worship. I, I got a reason to praise. There's nobody like my God. Luke chapter 19, verse 1 to 10. It's one of my favorite Bible passages. This man named Zacchaeus. I call him Zach. I feel like I know him. <laughs> Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. Somebody say chief tax collector. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed. Somebody said, ran and head and climbed. A sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this, began to mutter. He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. He hangs out with those folk. But Zacchaeus stood up and said, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. If I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. The title of my message this morning is Walking into Freedom. Walking into Freedom. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray that you would continue your work of meeting us in this space. We don't need to usher in your spirit because your spirit is here. And we say, move. We say, speak. We say, lead. Give us the freedom to walk. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. amen. You all may be seated. Walking into freedom, walking into freedom. Bishop, can I, can I tell you a secret? Uh, I, I don't know if everyone in the room knows this. It, it, it's a personal secret, and, and some people might not agree, come to terms with it, but, but here's the secret. You'll never know true freedom until you walk with Jesus. Let, let me say that again. You, you'll never know true freedom until you walk with Jesus. I, I, I think the room is split in two parts, right? There's a, one part of the room who's like, amen. Hey, pastor, preach it. That's a word. And, and my question to you would be, hey, since you've been following Jesus, has your life changed? Have you experienced freedom? There's another part of the room, and they hear that word, you could only experience freedom through Jesus. And like, the only way? I don't know if Jesus is the only way to experience freedom. I mean, I just got my car last week, and I feel kind of free. I, uh, I used to share a room with my younger sibling. Now I got my own room. I feel kind of free. 
I'm going to college, no more parents, hello. I'm kind of, I'm kind of free. Adults in the room, you know this. Uh, you had that one coworker who was getting on your nerve. She got fired. And you're like, this is what freedom looks like. This, this is great. And I'm not talking about a momentary sense of freedom. I'm talking about true freedom. And I, I've really believed this, that true freedom, only true freedom could come from walking with Jesus. See, if you ask most people today, freedom is the ability to do whatever I want, when I want, and no one getting in my way. It's all about me. And so the world says, hey, you want freedom? You got to work for it. You got to hustle. You got to grind. You got to put in work. You got to climb. You got to run ahead to experience freedom. And if there's anyone in your way that doesn't fit your model, doesn't fit your plan, doesn't fit your vision of freedom, just push them to the side because they're not important to the story. That's not freedom. Can, can I tell you something? The Lord had no reason to include us in his plan. We didn't benefit him. He didn't need us. And, and this world's version of freedom would have told Jesus, that, nah, just do your own thing. Don't die for these people. They, they don't need it. But, but that's not true freedom. How oh, I often think we use freedom as a mask really for selfishness. We want what we want, when we want it, how we want it. And if anything's in my, I'm going to cut you off because you don't fit the picture. You don't fit the story. You don't fit the narrative. And all throughout the Bible, we get a different picture of freedom. Paul in Galatians says, freedom, you have been set free so that what you might love and serve one another. Oh, if your picture of freedom only has to do with yourself, that's not true freedom that we would love and serve. The Lord's words, it, it's summarized in this, that we would love the Lord our God and love our neighbor as ourself. So true freedom is looking more and more like Jesus. It's not necessarily doing more Bible studies. It, it, it's not necessarily... Uh, going to church every single day of the week. No, 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 it's loving like he loves. It's caring like he cares. Oh, come on, it's serving like he serves. Why? So that your friends, so that your family, so that your neighbors, so that your community might know the freedom and love of God through you. That's true freedom. And we, we pick up this story and we read about this man named Zacchaeus. Bye. By all accounts, this man named Zacchaeus is free. He has status, he has wealth, he has prestige, he's known by the community, he's got money. Uh, if nothing else, he's the picture of financial independence. Outside looking in, this man is free. And if he's actually bought into this world's view of freedom, he said, I'm going to do what I want. I want to be rich. And if personal freedom is actually just doing everything in your favor, the way you want it done, he became rich in the worst way possible. The text says he was a tax collector, not just 
and he was the chief tax collector. When you look at that culture, when you look at the society, you know this bishop, the people hated tax collectors. See, tax collectors were evil. We still do. You're right. You're right. That's, that's a good point. That's a, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. The, the people hated the tax collectors. Here's why. Because they would steal from their friends and family. The tax collectors worked for the oppressor. They worked for Rome. They worked for the enemy. They worked for everything that the people of God stood against. Tax collectors were sellouts. Tax collectors were evil. Tax collectors weren't good. And Zacchaeus, this man, comes and he wants to be rich and he does it. He works it out his way and he is a picture of success. Put his mind to it, worked hard at it, ran to it, grinded for it, and he got it. My fear uh, for the church, my fear for us, Bishop, is that we, we tell our young people to chase their dream, to chase success, to chase everything, but we don't tell them to walk with Jesus. That's my fear. That's, that's my fear, to, to chase the dream. And listen, I'm not saying don't make a plan. I'm not saying don't go to school. I'm, I'm not saying stay at home, play uh, Xbox all day. I don't know. Don't, don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying our priorities matter. Who's on the throne of your heart? Who is the one in control? Who is the one that feeds everything else? Oh, walking with Jesus has to be the central focus in order to reach freedom. By all accounts, Zacchaeus was free. Zach was free. He had wealth. He had power. He had status. He had everything you could really want for the average person. He would be free, but he really wasn't free. Zacchaeus crafted and created a world where he made himself in charge, where he made himself in control, but he really wasn't free. See, all Zacchaeus did was spend his whole life running and climbing, trying to fill the voids in his height. Kept running, kept climbing, trying to fill different insecurities that he would have. See, Zacchaeus was the most powerful person in the crowd, and yet he was hated. Zacchaeus had wealth, and yet he was all alone. Zacchaeus had status. He was considered a sellout. The most powerful man in the crowd, but there was one problem, his money, his wealth, his status couldn't fix. He couldn't see. There, there was one problem, his money couldn't fix. He was too short to get and see Jesus over the crowd. He, he was too short, and if you're on the outside looking in, you're like, man, Zacchaeus has it all together. But in the moment where it mattered, he's once again faced with insecurity. Oh, and young person, that's why we got to be careful about comparison. I, I, know, I know way too many people, way too many people struggling with depression and suicide because of Instagram, because of TikTok, because of Twitter. Listen, let me, let me tell you a secret. If someone's life looks all put together on social media, it might be a lie. 
<laughs> it just might be a lie. Oh, come on, we, we know the person who's always posting pictures by the new Benz, the new Ferrari. He was at the dealership, that was a rental. That was a one, that's not his car. We know, we know the lady who's always traveling. Hey, I'm in Puerto Rico, hey, I'm in Miami, hey, I'm in LA. She still live at home with moms, what? What? Fellas, 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 I did this. I don't know if people still do this. Uh, you had some money, maybe it was Christmas money, and you saved it for a bit, and you just want to let people know you had bands, you had money. So you take a picture of the stack of money. It's one twenty and five one dollar bills. Come on. But, but, but here's the thing, here's the thing. We get so caught up in comparison that what we really end up doing is comparing each other's insecurities. Who's, who's, whose insecurity is cuter? Whose insecurity could get more comments? And we find ourselves in this perpetual cycle of living in a mask. Zacchaeus looked like he had everything together, but oh no, he was struggling. He wasn't truly free. He couldn't see Jesus, so he makes this plan. Okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to run ahead. I'm going to do what I always did. I'm going to grind for this. I'm going to hustle for this. He sees a tree and he says, I'm going to run towards the tree. I'm going to climb the tree. It's what he always did. He wanted his freedom, so he runs, climbs. And for a moment, you could actually see him above everyone else. I did it again. I'm on top of the world. I did it. I'm, I'm the man. Oh, yeah, I, I'm on top. Everyone is below me. No, no one matters. I, I'm back in control. This is what freedom looks like. Oh, yeah, I made it. I'm the man. I'm the kid. Woo, woo. I don't know what he was doing in the tree. But I, I, imagine, I imagine that's what he was thinking. Jesus walks towards Zacchaeus and says, Zacchaeus, come down. So grateful for a God that calls me out of my hiding. So grateful, so grateful for a God that sees when I try and fill things, the insecurities of my life with meaningless things. And he says, no, come to me, come towards me. I, I, I can restore your identity. And, and this is my first point. When you walk with Jesus, he reminds you of your identity. He says, Zacchaeus, come down. Isn't it interesting that everyone else in the story called Zacchaeus a tax collector, called Zacchaeus a thief, a stealer, a sinner, someone who should have shame? Jesus doesn't call him that. Jesus doesn't call him by his sin. Jesus doesn't call him by his shame. Jesus doesn't call him by the things that should have counted out. And that's a word for someone in here, some young person in the room this morning. You're, you're struggling with sin. You're struggling with shame. But can I tell you something? Jesus is not calling you by your sin. Jesus isn't calling you by the thing that should have counted you out. Jesus isn't calling you by the thing. You don't want anybody in here to know about you. No, he calls you son and daughter of the living God. Oh, he calls you by name. He calls you by name. Son and daughter of the king called to be priests and kings. He calls you his beloved. He calls Zacchaeus by name. No one else would. 
calls him by name. Says, Zacchaeus, come down from the tree. So Zacchaeus comes down and begins to walk with Jesus. I think the second thing, when you walk with Jesus, he sets the pace. And I'm going to say it again, because this side caught it, Bishop caught it, but I'm going to say it for you, y'all in the back. When you walk with Jesus, he sets the pace. And that's hard for us to understand because we would rather Jesus be our co-pilot. We'd, we'd be doing this together, Lord. Because when it comes to it, it's hard for us to submit. It's hard for us to follow the Lord. But, but Jesus is not your co-captain. He's not your co-pilot. No, no, no. He is the one in control. He is the only one above all authority of all in all and through all. It was created for him. It's all for him. He is the one that sets the pace. Him and Zacchaeus are, are walking. And Zacchaeus is a tax collector. He's a businessman. Right? And y'all know business people, they got a little faster step, right? They, they, they're always trying to, some of y'all know, because that's how you walk. They're always trying to go somewhere. They're always trying to go to the next. They got a faster step. They got a faster walk. I think it's so funny. There's no recorded story of Jesus running in the Bible. There, there, it just, and, and I don't think Jesus hated exercise. I do, but I don't think Jesus hated exercise. I don't think Jesus hated running, but Jesus always moved to the pace of relationship. He moved at the pace of grace. So Zacchaeus is always running. This is what he does, but, but no, Jesus is slowly. And for our culture that says you gotta run, you gotta grind, you gotta hustle, you gotta climb, Jesus is the opposite. Jesus is the one who would heal many in the crowds, but then go away to pray alone with his Lord. He's the one who walked on water and slept in boats. Jesus is against the, the hustle, the grind, the culture, because that doesn't bring freedom. Instead, you find yourself in an endless pursuit of more and not being enough and not being good enough. He sets the pace, moving to wherever the need was. He had things to do, but he, he always moved wherever there was a need. Friends, for us, walking at Jesus' pace means asking God, what would you have me to do today? God, open my eyes so that I could see where you are. Doesn't need to run, doesn't need to hustle, doesn't need to climb, but just needs to be walking with Jesus. Third point is this, when you walk with Jesus, there, there's a realization that it's not always easy. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, I, I hate to break it to you if it's the first time you've heard it, but, but Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus comes down from the tree and is walking with Jesus, and everyone is staring. The text says all the people grumbled. No one was excited for this moment. Oh, friends, Zacchaeus couldn't see past the crowd because he was short, but the crowd couldn't see past Zacchaeus. They couldn't see past his sin. They couldn't see past his shame. They couldn't see past his mistakes. And they almost missed out on a move from God because they were so caught up in what they shot should have happened. 
Oh, it, it was hard for Zacchaeus. And, and we serve a God that doesn't just call us to work, uh, build up our 401k retirement, and then, and then call it quits. That's not the God we serve. We, we serve the God that says, hey, you, you need to go to a city, preach the gospel. If they hate you, wipe the dust off your feet and do it again. What? We, we serve the Lord who says, no, come walk on water with me. Come with me, walk with me, and I will show you greater things. He's called us to abundant life, but it doesn't mean it's always easier. Zacchaeus is seeing the hate, being confronted by his shame, being confronted by all of the things that he did wrong. With every step, he's looking less at the crowd and more at walking with Jesus. More at walking with Jesus. Fourth point, last point is this. When you walk with Jesus, it brings freedom. You can clap for that. Yeah, you can clap for that. When you walk with Jesus, he brings freedom. Is there anybody in the room who knows that when you walk with Jesus, you were set free? You once were a slave to sin. Now you are set free by the blood of the lamb. Is there anyone who knows that when you walk with Jesus, you are free from all? Oh, oh, I'm free. I'm, I'm free because of the blood of the lamb. When you walk with Jesus, he's set free. He's set free, set free. Friends, do you want to be free? Walk with Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all who are weary, and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. This is the God we serve. Are you tired of the unending hustle, the climb, the pursuit? Come to Jesus. Isaiah 40, 31, but they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall what? They shall walk and not faint. When you walk with Jesus, there's no longer any darkness. John 8, chapter 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. Oh, it's a light. Jeremiah 6, 16 says, you will find rest for your soul. Where? In the good way. I'm so grateful that the Bible speaks to the Bible because later on it tells us that Jesus is what? The way, the truth, and the life. He's the good way. He's the best way. He's the only way, the only how. He is the one, and he invites you to walk with him. Oh, Zacchaeus walks with Jesus, and finally experiences freedom. He says, Lord, here and now I give up half my possessions to the poor. If I've cheated anyone, I'll give them four times as much. Why would a man who had everything, why would a man who by all accounts was free be willing to give it all away? because he went on a walk with Jesus. He, he experienced freedom and he realized the things that I was told would bring me freedom before actually aren't good enough. He says, I'll, I'll give away half of my possessions four times if I've cheated anyone. Well, Zach, you cheated a lot of people. You, 
You, were, you weren't just a tax collector. You were the chief tax collector. Catch this. Give away half four times as much to everyone. Zacchaeus was willing to be broke than to go back to what he had before. Because he said, listen, the money actually didn't give me freedom. The wealth, the, the status actually didn't give me freedom. What I had before, I, I wasn't really free. And I met Jesus. I walked with Jesus and now my life has changed. He brings freedom. 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 Walking with Jesus brings freedom. And with so much going on right now, and some of, some of you know we were in lockdown, and there's a new Delta variant coming out, and I think all we're really longing for is, is freedom. We were talking about this earlier, Elder Martin. Jesus is the only way. I, 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 I've tried to do this before. I've tried to figure it out on my own, and I can't do it. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way to freedom. He's the only way. So I, I want to encourage you young person in the room, I want to encourage you. Not as young person in the room, I want to encourage you this morning. If you've been walking with Jesus, keep walking. Keep walking. We need you to keep walking. We need you to keep walking with Jesus. Keep walking. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so if you're walking with Jesus, freedom is right there. Freedom is right there. Freedom is with you. It's right there. You haven't walked with Jesus. Today's the perfect day to start. If you haven't walked with Jesus, it's the perfect day to start. Today is the day of the Lord. It's the perfect day to start. And, and, and this is the only way you'll experience true freedom. Not freedom, not walking with Jesus just on Sunday. Not walking with Jesus uh, uh, every other Sunday and then Monday, Tuesday, when that's all for you. No, walking with Jesus for the rest of your life, for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 years, walking with the Lord your God. I can't tell you exactly what you need to do, but I think it starts by asking him. Matthew 7, 7 said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock, and the door will be open to you. Ask him to walk with you. Can't tell you exactly what to do, but I think it starts with reading his word and the stories that he left us. Psalm 119, I've hidden your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Can't tell you exactly what to do, but I think it starts with surrounding yourself with people also walking. Right? That's Proverbs, iron sharpens iron. We need each other to walk towards the Lord. In Deuteronomy 10, verse 12, it's obedience to where he wants to walk with you. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord, to walk in obedience, and to love him? I can't tell you exactly how to do it, but it starts with walking with Jesus. 
Every head bowed, every eyes closed in the room. I'd love to pray over our young folk, our teachers, as they come back and return to school. Oh, Lord, we're so grateful for you. So grateful for the way in which you speak and your desire to set us free. So as we return to school, as we return to this new normal, would your spirit surround us? Would your mercy cover us? Would your power protect us? Lord God, we thank you that the young folks sang it, that we are expecting bigger this year. This isn't something we could just manifest though. No, this is something only you can do. So receive our faith. Let it be a pleasing aroma to you, oh God. Lead us, walk with us and help us to be closer to you. And all God's people said, amen, amen, amen and amen. God bless you.